The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hold your station, this education is relevant. The motivation through conversation is evident. We're talking spiritual body, mind, development. This is the manhood experiment. The What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Manhood Experiment. This is your boy, Jason, a.k.a. J-Dragon, with T-Rex and Dreams. Here, we talk about all things being a man. We're talking about business, mindset, taking care of your body, your family, and all that good stuff. Yes, sir. All right. Well, today, what I want to talk about is how do we increase the likelihood of having 10 out of 10 days. And I want you just to, to pause for a moment and think about what is a 10 out of 10 day? 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, like things are just working out. Things are smelling better. Sounds are sounding better. You just got a lens <laughs> on of how you're viewing the world. And we both know, we all know that it's not a given that we're going to be able to wake up like this. And what I want to share is you know, how do we create the likelihood? How do we stock the odds in our favor? And what do we do when we wake up and it's a two out of 10 or a three out of 10? And I got a story for you of recently, you know, when I had one of those days where I felt like all the odds were stacked against me from going to bed and waking up, uh, you know, it felt like an uphill battle. Can you guys relate? You know what I mean? What do you think, T-Rex and Dreams? Man. Oh yeah, I could definitely relate, man. I had a situation not too long ago where I was uh, preparing for a show. Artist was calling me, trying to get in contact with the DJ, kind of trying to get in contact with the promoter. And nobody responded, like zero communication. Everybody's busy. The night before, didn't get enough sleep to really be at my peak because I was working on things with the house. You know, I'm still mm -hmm. dad and husband outside of dreams. So it's like balancing all that. I was worn out, man. And I was like, how do I get myself together for this day? You know, for this big day, how do I become dreams? <laughs> yeah, you got to dust off that you Superman know. cape. Yeah. <laughs> plug plug it back into up. the charger. <laughs> yeah, I, yep. I would I would add that like for for me, I might have a 10 day. I work out the evening time and get up next day and oh, I'm so sore. I'm so my energy level is low. So Sometimes that happens. You have a high and then next day it's a low. Mm. Yeah. You know, it is. And, and I think and I feel very confident, you know, when you just instill some different habits or rituals that you certainly can stack your odds, you know, in your favor. There's ways to be able to change your state. And that's what I want to talk about today. You know, so this was just a few days ago. My ego was was writing checks that that my body wasn't ready to cash in the gym trying to do things that I used to do in my early 20s. And I I tweaked my back, you know. I'm 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 a person who who has spent a lot of my life helping people program and feel and move better and it's uh you know you get checked every once in a while you get served up some of that strong medicine and in the gym tweaked my back and that kind of led to this 
this whole cascade of events that I'll uh, fill you guys in on. But, you know, just a couple of days ago, I went to bed in kind of a funky mood because we got this puppy that is just taking forever to get to get trained. We got this little this little plug plug cutest thing in the world, but you know, the stress is real. So it had had made a mess. So as the last thing the physical thing that was on my mind before I laid down to bed, obviously I tuned out to try to doze off, got some good sleep. My back was feeling funky, so I was turning, you know, tossing and turning. Sleep was not the best. I think I had to wake up to let her out in the middle of the night. And then I woke up to another surprise. You know, I was trying to stretch my back. When when you have a back issue, your energy is just drained. I mean, it really just takes a lot of the life force out of you. And so I'm trying to tend to that. Another mess that I got to clean up first thing, and it's a tricky mess. It's like under a futon in the back corner. I had to move stuff all around. And so that's how my day started out on top of having a whole list of things that I need to do. Where normally when things are ideal, I like to wake up and hydrate and do some breath work and think about gratitude. But I was hijacked. And I don't know if you guys have been hijacked recently. But then it was like hijacked with this little cloud that was following me around. Um, you know, my wife, you know, came up the first thing in the morning, I said, instead of saying something loving, it was like a complaint. And that just, I, I realized what I was doing and that turned into, you know, just a cascade of more issues. And I was like, I was aware of it, but I was like, I got to get out of this funk. You know, it didn't help. The sun wasn't shining yet. So if I had to rate this, this, this was like a, this was a three out of 10. If I had to say one from like just absolute darkness, 10 is feeling the best out of the best. And so I had that awareness and I said, well, I'm just going to keep going on with the day. It's still early. I'm optimistic. I'm going to try to save this day. And I just headed down to the gym that's about 10 minutes away from me. And still kind of feeling a funk. Got on, started warming up, stretching around. Put on some positive. Um, I have an audio book I'm listening to. Uh, the Decision by Kevin Hart. Very motivating. And I was listening <laughs> to it. And it, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't hitting like it normally was. And even though I knew that I needed to be getting myself into check. And I, and I had to take inventory. I say like, I'm, I like to be a 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 person. But I had to take inventory of where I was. And as I started moving around, I, I broke a sweat, even though I didn't feel like it. It was one of those days where it's like, I know I should be in here, but I don't feel like it. But I started, <laughs> I just picked up a program that I was following. And I said, hey, I'm just going to, I'm going to put in, you know, 10, 15 minutes and see how I feel. I switched over to some music just to try to feel some rhythm and jumpstart the energy and started feeling good, moving around. I happened to look through my emails and messages. A lot of times I'll just warm up and I'll read through, you know, the stuff that I got throughout the day, have a, you know, have a game plan. And I got a message from a client. It was just a reminder following up and it was something positive. And it, it shifted me a little bit out of my head and into that idea of service that I'm doing something that I had something to do. And I just noticed some things were changing. I was feeling a little electricity. And then I started feeling a little bit of gratitude there. And I realized, you know, like, actually today, you know, today can be a good day. And I just thought about that. I was like, I got the rest of the day ahead of me. Anyhow, pushed through, started getting a workout in, you know, hydrated, feeling good. By the time I left there, you know, I was walking out to my truck, got in. And I was like, man... I love this truck. I love driving this truck, turned the music up a little bit, started feeling better. And this 
I just really started searching for gratitude. It's like, I'm grateful that I have the flexibility and freedom to do what I'm doing right now, to be able to do some service, to turn this music up and feel good. And then I realized, man, I got, I really do have the rest of the day. By this time, it was like, it wasn't even eight o'clock. And I could tell already at this point, this was a win. You got to look for your wins. I had shifted from that three out of 10 to achieving the things that I need to get, you know, start doing, started knocking over the dominoes. And by that point, I was already at like a six, seven out of 10. And then mm. I could see where I was going and I was shifting that emotional state. And part of the reason that I wasn't at a higher state when I was waking up was I took inventory. You know, my sleep was not on point. And I, obviously, there's going to be a lot of variables. Life is going to happen. You know, stress, bad sleep, hormones. We got appointments that we didn't want to do. We get hijacked. Other people's problems. Life happens. Have you guys had a day like this recently? Oh, OPP, man, you know me. Yeah, OPP. <laughs> Other people's problems. Yes, you, you hit that yep. right on the head. Um, I think with me, Jay, I got such a heart for people, man. And sometimes I could take on the weight of others, like the, the superhero, the superhero syndrome, because I've kind of mm -hmm. always been that individual in my family. And then I've kind of created it to where people get comfortable depending on me. I think the first time me kind of coming to California is the first time where I was able to kind of separate myself and now start, like you said, take inventory of, well, what's affecting dreams? this morning, you know, what's mm -hmm. affecting Devon? Like, how am I doing? Because like I told you that, that morning that I was preparing for the show, I just felt overwhelmed. I was working on the house that night and, you know, we bought a new house back in uh, 2021. I'm like, I'm trying to get this together. The baby girl, mm -hmm. she'd be happy. The wife even be happy, happy wife, happy life. I'm trying to get all this stuff in order. And like, one thing that you stood out to me is that, that you said that stood out to me was the last thing you went to sleep with was literal crap on your mind because the dog crapped on the floor. Yeah. So you literally had an issue on your mind before stinking you went thinking. to sleep. A bunch of stinking things. Thank you. Yeah. So then you woke yeah. up the next day and instead of a compliment, you got a complaint. You're like, dang, you know, I'm trying yeah. to do what I can. And I completely like relate to that moment and that train of thought. And like uh, yeah. how you said, you started to then take account of, well, what do you have going on in your life? And not so much yep. of a comparison, but just counting your blessings. You know, that's what we call it back. You know, I grew up in church and everything as a, as a young dude. Counting your blessings. And that gets you kind of the small wins, right? Like what's going yep. in my favor? What can I count and, for? And that's the truth. You know, if you look at the emotional vibration scale, if you want to get metaphysical or whatnot, like if you think that love and optimism and positivity and all that you know, is, is up higher than we got anger, resentment, worry, and all that is down lower. It is the gratitude that brings us up. And that is the blessings that we have to, we have to count. And what, I, you know, some of the things I really want to share is like, well, how did I get that shift? It wasn't just working out and I jump started this generator. For me, I have this section, this, this notepad in my phone. So let's say I'm warming up on a treadmill or just going for a walk in the morning. I have like little mantras that I do and I shift them and bring them up to the top. And one of them right now, is, is about the virtues and the values that are biggest to me. And the, the one that really started, you know, really lifted me up a lot was this one around zest. I say, you know, I feel vital and full of energy. I approach my life feeling activated and enthusiastic. And I said, like, I don't 100% relate to that's that right now, but that is my ideal 
self. That's who I am as a character. Yeah, I'm real. Yeah, I deal with life just like all of us. But that was something that I was, I, I knew I needed to become to be to be at that service that I wanted to be to to level up, you know, and get the most out of it. So mm. there was more to this day. I want to just compare two things. Like if we wake up in a funk, you know, that funk roller coaster, and maybe it's like you wake up knowing you have stuff that you're dreading a little bit. It's like you have a lens on that you're looking at everything as like a challenge. You know, things seem like a big mountain, you know, maybe when we're tired, when we're overwhelmed. Um, you know, there's a, a really good quote by, um, uh, by Vince Lombardi. It says, it says, fatigue makes a coward of us all. And I say fatigue, but it could just be overwhelm and stress. But like, you got to think if you got these lens on, it's like stinking thinking, but now it's like, you know, everything you're looking at is like foggy lens. And it would be nice if we could just mm. take those off and put on these other lens, these optimistic, like 10 out of 10 types of lens. And I'm not saying we need to just ignore all the stuff that we have to do or the negativity. But like, if we can look at it with a lens that is more solution oriented and realize we're bigger than these issues, because when we're feeling confidence and we're on a roll, if something small happens, we don't sweat the small stuff. It's like, oh, no big deal. I'm just, I'm just going to keep on moving. The thing is that's within us and we have to be able to change that state. So I wanted to share, you know, five of the things that, that I do on a regular basis and take inventory to at least increase the likelihood of having an eight out of 10, nine out of 10 and 10 out of 10 day. It doesn't mean you're not going to wake up, but mm. what it does do is it's more likely that you're going to be able to shake that off. And before I get into that, I mean, you know, I want to kick it over to you, T-Rex. What patterns have you noticed, you know, when you were feeling like you're having a better high quality type of day? Like what, what things are going on, lifestyle factors, you know, and maybe when you are not, because you seem like you're always really positive. And I know, you know, we always got, got stuff going on, but like, what are the patterns when things are going positive and how do you shake that and break that? Yeah, yeah. well, to answer that, I would say it really comes down to, for me, energy, how, how my energy is, my emotions, and my attitude. So a, a bad day when I check in, when I, that means when I'm not feeling a, a 10 out of 10, I might be feeling a 4 out of 10. But if I check in with my emotions and my energy, my attitude, I could, I could easily say it's off, something's off there. But on a great day, when I, when I, that internal barometer we have, uh, just checking in, just like realize like, oh, I, my feel good, my energy is up, my attitude is positive. Um, so I use that as a, as a little gauge for me on a, on a, whether it's a bad day, a good day, let's check in, see how I feel. Mm. I like that. It seems like, like we all have a way of kind of checking ourselves. Um, you know, how you said, Jay. You know, checking your inventory and then T, he was like, you know, just kind of got to check my pulse, you know, see how I feel. What am I yep. doing? What have I done the night before that may have affected today? You know, and then you have this one, you know, count your blessings. So I, I like those points thus far. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for the journey, bro. Share. <laughs> yeah. No, I dig it. So, you know, and that that's something we have to think about. Like when we can... We, we take that inventory in order to make a change. I talk about this with, with clients that I work with all the time. Like to make a change, you have to have awareness, you know, and awareness is inventory. You know, for example, when you walk in the door of your house, like how are you showing up just because you had something going on when you left, 
where, where are you at? Are you a three out of 10 or a 10 out of 10? Your, your wife, your family doesn't deserve whatever else was going on. You know what I mean? Positive attracts positive. And if we can take that inventory, it's a way at least that we can shift it. We can say, hey, we got something need to work on. I need to get back to gratitude. I need to get my mind back into to something positive. You know, and something I heard somebody talk about this recently and I liked it. Instead of, of listening to ourselves, we need to start to talk to ourselves. You know what I mean? In our head, we're saying, oh, we're tired and my you know, justify to do this, or I'm feeling like this, I got overwhelmed. Like we have to learn how to talk to ourselves, And that's where we're talking to ourselves from that reframe of our ideal self, our superhero self, the person that we strive to be the person that, you know, that, that high value, high virtue, you know, side of ourselves. And for me, I said, well, yeah, maybe it would have been nice if I would have got good quality sleep, or maybe it would have been nice if I, you know, wouldn't have had just been overwhelmed with other people's problems, you know, the, the day before, or if I would have been able to, you know, eat the food that I wanted to eat. And we have to be realistic and, and understand that like things are going to be out of our control at times. But if we can learn to manage our energy and stress, like you said, Trek, that is when we're going to be able to bounce back, you know, just, just so much better. Hey, listeners, this is Big Dreams. And I just wanted to take a moment to thank you all for listening to today's episode of The Manhood Experiment. Please follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Manhood Experiment. There, you'll find the latest giveaways and some very funny behind-the-scenes moments. Now, back to the show. So, when we talk about the fundamentals, the things we're taking inventory of, uh, that quote that I had said, you know, fatigue makes cowards of us all. You know, starting, we, we got to make the fundamental sexy again. We got, we talk about sleep. We've touched on this, but the sleep thing and making it really simple, you know, just as far as how, how, how was my sleep? Did I give myself an opportunity to, to be rested? And if you, and I'll just leave it at when it comes to sleep, you got to find that value, whatever it is, like to make it worth wanting to go to bed at a reasonable time. Um, I saw a study recently that just showed that th- that consistency factor is going to set yourself up to have better energy. And instead of staying up later, like, you know, I stay up later to watch a new show. And instead of getting to bed around 10, 1030, I was up to like 1130. And I just noticed a difference. Like I didn't wake up with that pep in my step in the morning. So that's one of the biggest things I wanted to talk about is, is taking inventory of the sleep, the energy. Uh, and then hydration and nutrition, you know, what you're putting in your body, that rather than relying on something like a stimulant just to jumpstart you, take that snapshot of the inventory and say, well, how did I eat in the last 24 hours? And just think about this. How do you feel after you ate a big old pizza or maybe a burger and fries? Like, how do you feel an hour after that, two hours after that the next day? And I'm not trying to instill any sort of guilt, but like, how do how does that feel compared to Eating something just feels a little more nourishing and you, you, you have that light feeling in your stomach. And I'm a big believer, obviously, in everything that I do that you can have the best of both worlds. You know, so those are a couple of things right there. Tarek, I mean, how can you relate when it comes to associating, you know, sleep or what you're eating? Can you? I mean, how, how that affects and is associated with your energy? Yeah, well... To tell you the truth, uh, a few weeks ago, or just last week, you know, I had a cough. Um, I was in San Diego on a beach, came back, had a little cough. And 
I noticed when I would get up sometimes at night and cough a little bit, but interrupt my sleep. And the next day, next day, the actual correlation was my energy was off, you know, and when my energy is off, you know, I feel a little irritated, low energy, my motivation is not high. Um, so I noticed that is a direct correlation with, with, and, and I'm, I still got sleep, but it just interrupted my sleep a couple of times throughout the night. Um, th with food, I notice as well, like if I have a consecutive days of just not eating right. So let's say I eat a pizza, uh, Saturday evening and then Sunday I go out and I eat something heavy again. Um, I notice my, in my energy levels and it's just like my body feels not optimal the like come Monday and I feel I sometimes feel bloated. My digestive system is a little bit off. So, and that affects again, affects my mood, my energy. So I noticed that's a just like direct correlation. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's, and I'm trying that. to send that, that, that signal loud and clear. I mean, that that's the common thing. I want people to be able to grasp on that and relate to that and people get it. And I talk about this idea of trying to get people addicted to feeling good, like trying to get yourself addicted to that feeling of nine out of 10, 10 out of 10. And I really want people to think about this. Like a lot of people don't realize that that's, that's something you, you can feel like that often when you're taking care of yourself. It's like the whole airplane analogy, like you got to take your own oxygen, you know, first. And it really is to, you know, to be able to show up and bring your your most creativity and your energy to your business to your family like you got to make sure that you're taking care of those fundamentals you know the sleep stuff the uh you know the nutrition the hydration thing is really big and so like i was saying these are a few things that i do um to increase that likelihood that i suggest but at the same time how can you get yourself back on track let's say your sleep's off track you know there's there is studies that, that support just being able to look forward in the day to things that you are looking forward to. If you look forward to something uh, that you're anticipating in a positive way and not to be too fleeting from the present moment, but like even saying that you're going to be able to give yourself a 15 minute break or um, a power nap, you know, after you get a certain amount of things done, like that is stress relieving, brings your energy down, brings, uh, brings your energy up, brings your cortisol down. And when it comes to nutrition, like, getting your hydration. So if you can take your inventory and be like, oh, wait a second, I was in such a hurry this morning, I forgot to get hydrated properly. Um, I didn't eat a, a proper meal, I grabbed something quick. And that's that that can start a whole cycle of things, you know, with our, with our energy, the mental diet is just as important too. you know, you wake up and you check the news or social media, you see some sort of like negative posts like that now has planted that in your head and it's it's hijacked your energy and your optimism and your positivity and that could be around your environment like you might wake up and for whatever reason you're dealing with some issues with family or whatever and it's really easy for that to be contagious and take over your energy and it's real you got to handle that type of stuff but what if your day is full of an environment like that you go to work or your office and somebody else that's like that you turn on the news and so it's like we do have to take responsibility of inventory of the mental diet of what are we're feeding ourselves and you know an example of what you can do here is you know, let's say i'm going for a walk in the morning whether i'm walking my dog i have a notepad i call it inner work you know you got your workout i got my work in it's a little section of my notepad where i have those mantras and i'll just record 
you know, little quotes that pump me up, little reminders of, of taking action of, of things my ideal self would do. And it's funny how just reading over those helps me associate with these higher elevated emotions. Um, and so it, that could also be a quote from like a book that I'm listening to or a book that I'm reading. And I have to revisit those ideas. And I think the more that we can revisit those and then really have that strong association to like living in that, those types of feelings, I quote, it's enough to get us to like, we'll say, what would this next action be? The next step right in front of me that would be in alignment with my 10 out of 10 self. You know what I mean? What do you think, James? I like what you just said. Um, really finding those actionable items that are in alignment. Um, I was thinking about uh, this acronym called SMART. It's basically planning your day. You know, you're making a goal. Make about five things that I feel like could be achievable. Well, I was feeling overwhelmed. I was like, man, how am I going to get all these things accomplished? You know, I took some time to, you know, you know, assess my inventory, check out what's going on with me. And then first said, is this a fear or is this something I'm capable of? Mm -hmm. But I'm, you know, in a place of maybe procrastination. So I had to analyze, is it one or the other? Okay, I'm capable of this. All right, what's preventing me from moving forward? All right, well, let's have, let's come up with a plan. Let's prioritize. So it's prioritizing. These, all these things feel like they're at the same level of priority. This is why I don't want to feel like I'm moving forward, which is causing this overwhelming and this, you know, this weight on my shoulder. Yeah. So smart, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound goals. And then what I do is I say, Hey, you know what? I want to work on the house, but I know I have this, this, this. So let me work on the house for two hours and make sure I set my alarm. That way I don't overwork, Yeah, you know, and kind of put myself on the schedule for the day. Like I need a nap. I didn't get too much sleep last night because I had to put the baby to sleep late. Then I still had a couple of projects that I had to get ready for the next day in planning. So I wound up going to sleep at 12. So instead of an eight hour day, I'm running on six hours. Yeah. All right. I need to. I just need to make up one hour of sleep <laughs> at some point today. So let's make that a priority. And I just want to first and foremost apologize uh, to my babysitter growing up because I never wanted to take naps. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, you know what? It's one of the best things that a grown man can ask for. <laughs> just give me, give me 30 minutes. I'll be I right agree. there. Yeah. And but I, I think those are the things that kind of helped me, Jay, to your point. That's big. I love it. I mean, and what happens when we're taking a nap? We really can't. We don't replace the sleep. For instance, like getting three hours of naps doesn't make up three hours of sleep. But what it does do is, is when we lose sleep, our cortisol's out of whack. We're on that roller coaster of, of low energy. And so taking a nap, what it does is it brings down and it, it's like a refresher, a buffer. Think of like it is a, a, a update you know, a software update for your computer, for your brain. It really is. It allows you to slow back down and get back into a more peaceful state. And that's why they call them power naps. I mean, it, it can be 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and it's enough to just pop back up with energy. And one thing that I'll do is if I know I'm not, I might not fall asleep in a power nap or just sit down and get comfortable, I'll just put on some like, you know, some, some binaural beats or a little like meditation, like a, a yoga nidra, where it's just positive sounds. And I'll try to doze off and just, you know, really focus on just coming back to my breath. And, and we all can agree to this, that when your energy is better, 
you're looking at things as that you can just accomplish so much more things, whereas like things don't seem like a mountain. And that meditation, I think, can just calm the noise or that nap that you're doing can just allow you to wake back up with more clarity. Because if we start thinking about all the stuff we need to do and our back hurts and, you know, I got to I gotta do this, I got to do that, those things start stacking up. It's like it takes you away from that creativity and that positivity and that power and that, that love and puts you into that scarcity mode of like survival mode of like, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this type of thing. And going back to what you said, you know, writing things down in your journal, taking inventory and realizing like, hey, wait a second, I have plenty of time in the day. And that is stress relieving enough, just looking and writing down stuff on a day. Well, like, hey, if I give my, myself an hour to do this, two hours to do this, hour to this, like that's easy enough time. And doing that before you go to bed is a good way. If it's something that you have a busy mind, you have anxiety before you go to sleep, is do that brain dump. Um, you know, what do you think, Tarek? Yeah, I like it. I like it. And, and another another tip I would give, um, or just to add to that, I would say, uh, you mentioned just the beats you use. Sometimes it's just, it's not even taking a nap. It's just going to that quiet place, sitting in a corner and disassociating from the phone, the social media, the computer. And and like for me, I have a little bean bag. I just sit there and just just melt in it and just just be in the present moment and just let my mind and my just like my body relax and my mind just calm down. And in a few minutes it just it just activates uh you know the calmness and then and then I'm 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 back, you know. So yeah. sleep is good. I love, yeah, I love power. I love power naps, but also like say, say you're in the office setting or say you are on a road trip and you, you pull aside on the road and you just want to just take, take a rest or something, or, you know, you're, you're traveling a lot, you know, you just take that quiet time for yourself. Just, just disconnect from everything. And this, this is a good reminder. When we take inventory, there's a fine line here. If, if we can say, Hey, I didn't get enough sleep. I'm run down. That's when we might need to take more of this like focus reset time, that moment of 15 minutes, 20 minutes. But there's also times where we have sleep. We just have a lot on our mind and we need to jumpstart the energy. And I think doing a little bit of both, like it's something I've, I've been doing since, you know, mm-hmm. for, for years, if I knew I needed to do something physical and active, I'll maybe charge my battery up first and then I'll go into something movement. We talk about motion is lotion. Motion sparks that emotion. And we know for sure when we're moving around is one way to spark these endorphins throughout our body to get us feeling good. And I've noticed that if I didn't have enough movement in my life, I call it OTMs, opportunities to move. If I'm not taking advantage of those, I might be just a little more stale and stagnant. And just think about water that's sitting around. Imagine like, you know, in your shower, water that's just built up, this color of stagnant water. Like that can be the energy within our body that we just need to clear that out and get that movement moving at times. And so I think that's that yin and yang of when you're taking inventory, am I doing way too much and I need to balance that out? Or am I not doing enough movement and do I need to spark and really create that momentum? You know what I mean? So as you review, I mean, if we're talking about number one thing, is how, have your, how is your rest? Remember, fatigue makes a coward of us all. It's going to affect your energy, your decision-making. You know, Number two, what are you feeding yourself or how have you fed yourself nutrition and hydration? I know this sounds like common sense, but just being dehydrated is going to throw you off. You know, so learning how to associate what you ate 
Like if I know I, I need to speak or I have a big event, I'm thinking about how I'm going to fuel myself so that I'm not overeating. I'm not going to be over bloated. I'm not going to have a, a blood sugar crash or, you know, so. And then number three is the movement. It's the, the energy of opportunities to move, knowing that we can be like a generator and get our blood flowing, you know, and moving around. Uh, we talked about, you know, our mental diet, just as important with, with what we're feeding ourselves and our rest. And that's what are we putting in? What are we tuning in? What type of conversations are we having with people? Because, you know, whatever th those thoughts that we have, and it could just be watching negative news are going to hijack us. Like I, I see so many people consumed. They feel obligated to share stuff on social media with a lot of stuff that isn't super relevant. But it's like negativity, you know, one thing after another. So a mental diet is really big. And then finally, you know, the fifth thing that I was talking about here is, you know, our state. How do we change our state, our emotional state? And, you know, when we think about the vibration scale of taking inventory of where we're at, what are different actions that that we can do that we can rely on? Um, whether it's tapping into gratitude, it is thinking about service. Like that's one thing, you know, it's hard to be nervous when your heart is on service. Like our brain, a lot of times we get in our head and think about all the things that we need to do. But if we think about why we're doing what we're doing, you know, and again, some of us spend a lot of time people pleasing and doing things for other people, other people's problems. But when we think about why we're doing what our, we're doing, our, our actions that we're doing and tapping into coming from a place of love and service allows us to have more purpose with what we're doing. And that is going to keep our energy so much higher. And, you know, if, if you're doing something for somebody you love, you're so much more likely to be able to tap into some extra energy. Um, and we can feel like, our energy is drained if we're doing a task for work or business that just that we feel like, why are we doing this type of thing? It, it drains us. So changing our state, uh, true. acting out of love, thinking more expansive, uh, and it's, it's the opposite of fear. It's coming from a place of love. So, you know, what I wanted to kick it back to you guys is, you know, what are some of the patterns that that you feel again when you've noticed some of the things happen? How can you? put in what are the easy steps that you do like do you have a routine that you do to to get yourself back on track because if you take all these things on a, on a regular basis it's more likely you take an inventory that you are going to wake up you know feeling that 10 out of 10 but there's days where we're not able to so how do you change your state you know and do you guys have examples of times where you've turned this all around you know yeah um one of the things i do i try to pre-plan you know like you said have something that you look forward to for that day, um, one thing I'll do is just pack my gym bag the night before. I know right now it's going to be late. The baby's getting to sleep late. It's already going to be 11 o'clock before I get to actually work on what I plan to work on. Let me pack the gym bag. That way I know I'll be looking forward to going to the gym after work today. Mm -hmm. That's something that's going to keep me motivated throughout the day when I'm like, <sighs> but I'm going to go play ball. I'm working myself. It's going to be me time. Just push through just that day. So that's one thing that I do. Put one thing down that you enjoy or that you're looking forward to in the day. Uh, the second thing I'll do is, like I said, write out my thoughts. Write out, well, what am I feeling right now? Or just like you said, count my inventory. What am I feeling? Why do I feel that way? Is it a fear? Or if it's something that I, I really am incapable of doing just by myself? Do I need to reach out to a friend, a resource? So the second thing I do is I, I'll do that. I actually reach out to somebody that I trust emotionally um, with that emotional maturity to handle the weight of what I'm feeling right now. 
because you can't call somebody that's justice or in the same place. You know, one of your friends, you're there to help them. Sometimes you have friends that can help you. So you need to call one of your stronger friends that can help pull you up a little bit. So I reach out to them, whether it's a family member and say, hey, I'm not feeling my best today. This is what I got going on. And then they'll ask those magic words. Hey, do you need a solution or you just need to speak? Because I think that's mm-hmm. key as well of just talking to somebody who's emotionally mature enough to help you get through that funk. So those are three things that I do. Like I said, after I kind of get through that stage, I write it out. I write out my plan. What are the things that I really want to get done? How capable am I of this? And, you know, how can I prioritize this throughout the day? Does it fit with what I can do today? If it does, great. Then that's what we're going to focus on. If it doesn't, I'm going to have to push it to the next day. I won't feel as good about it, but at least accomplishing these three things out of the five things on my list will make me feel better about as the day progresses, you know? And then, like I said, finally having that one thing at the end of the day, you know, I got three things done out of the six or five things I wanted to do. And then I'm going to the gym. It's, it's a high day. This, this was better than what I thought I was going to try to be. So that's my little formula that I use to kind of get through a tough start, you know, when I'm feeling like a two out of 10 to get at least, let me, we're going to finish this with an 80 out of 10. Yeah, hundred, 80% on right here, you know? It's a big improvement. I love the, and, the the cheerleader type of thing too. You got the people that will be a cheerleader and then the person that will just listen to you. That is really important. Uh, I like that a lot. I think that's big. And I, I, I would say for me, um, it's something that Dreams just mentioned and uh, J-Dragon, you mentioned this uh, earlier as well. You know, having the awareness and it comes from journaling, um, you know, so when I'm in a in that state, you know, how do I feel? Why do I feel this? And what needs to happen for me to feel uh feel to improve improve my score? So you know, just simple journal, journaling that always brings the awareness, and with that, it brings the uh, it's the the problem awareness, and then it brings the solutions naturally as well too, because you can see on paper, okay, this is happening, and uh, also from from this experience. We all know, for and uh, for for me, I when I lived San Diego, thing that instantly got me in a great, just like great ten out of ten instantly was sunlight, being on the beach, connecting with people, um, having a good nutritious meal. So if I have breakfast with my friends on the beach and, and taking some sunlight all at the same time, that's a win right there instantly a ten. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, and that the example I use is someone might be not on the beach, but it's just like, you know, what worked in the past that got you out of this funk, um, that got you in that, in that tent, that got you in a 10 state, or when you're in that 10 state, you know, what, what's working, just take, just be mindful of that. And, and so when that time comes, when you're, you're off, uh, you just, you, you just feel you're off day, just remember that and just have that in your, in your toolbox. Oh, I love no, it. No, I, I agree. You got to kind of have a plan for those days because, uh, yes, what they say, if you fail to plant, you plan to fail. So sometimes you got to have a, a, a plan for when you know that day is going to come. We're human. You're not going to have, uh, you know, a 30 point game every time you play ball. You know, sometimes you're just going to have to be a facilitator. You're going to have to assist, like with music. 
I'm not going to create a hit record every time I get in the studio. I'm going to have some days where I'm like, you know, it's really flowing today. Then I'm going to have other days where I'm like, man, I'm having writer's block. I got the production and music straight, but these lyrics are not, it's, it's not what I want to say. I, I need to take a, take a break. How am I going to figure this out? So having a plan to kind of get inspired, having these key things, maybe write, taking some time to write out, you know, what inspires me in general? What gets me to that place? Is it going to see concerts, see other people perform in their element? Or is it going to see this speaker in their element? Or is it listening to a podcast like the Manhood Experiment? Or that's is nice it plug right hanging there. out with, <laughs> you see what I did there? Yeah. Or is it hanging out with people that are going to really inspire you based on the conversations? So you're the sum of the friends you're, you know, you surround yourself with. So all these things start to add up, like you said, Jason, to kind of get you to that place of 80%, 90%, you know, until you eventually hit your 10 out of 10. Yeah. So those are things that I, I've really taken from what you've been I love this. on today. You know, and I hope that... Uh, yeah, th this is just a reminder, just us having this conversation is reminding me of things that, that I did that maybe I forgot to mention. You know, I something that I used to tell, you know, a lot of my clients was think about your exhausted self. It was in, you know, you know, association with preparing food. A lot of people think like, oh, I'm just going to be able to make this meal when I get home. You get home, you got, you know, you, you got kids, you're late, you're short on time, you don't have that much food or everything. So it's like, but when you think about that, having a plan for your exhausted self and having some fallback ideas that you guys think you can do, you know, is really big. Like the getting, getting outside the solar thing. Like I've journaled that multiple times, you know, I'm solar powered. I get charged up with energy and I got to touch on the, the journal thing. I know we've talked about it, but like, you know, people say statistics, whether it's, you know, you're 40% or 60% or 70% more likely if you write things down, regardless of whatever, whatever it is, we need to know when we write stuff down, it is more likely to have that awareness to us to be able to get that out of our head on the paper and more likely that's going to happen if you write things down. So that's big. Um, with big every facts. episode, facts, baby, we, you know, we want to give you an experiment to be able to try out. And so some actionable items, you know, in this case, you know, here's your experiment that we want to come up with is take inventory, you know, for a week in the morning on a one out of 10, where are you at? If you are lower than a 10, what would your 10 out of 10 self do? Like, what is the next step that they would do? Would it be accomplishing something that's going to be able to create some momentum? So that's the first part about that. The second part is what would that 10 out of 10 person, like what would make you come to life? Like for me, making a new recipe, making a new flavor of waffle, making a chocolate coffee waffle, making something crazy like that, um, making time to go to the beach and go surf, get outside. Like I'm going to RSVP something that I know is realistic, something that I can do in like a short period of time, like 15, 20 minutes. I'm going to RSVP, have something to look forward to. I know that's going to energize me. And then finally, have some action items that you can do when you're feeling out of a funk. So is it hitting that reset button? We talked about power naps. We talked about a little mini meditation. Um, is it doing a little journal exercise? Or is your action step that you need to do, you know, getting out and moving, like go out and go for a walk, go for a little run, do a little, you know, do 30 burpees, do, uh, you know, do a set of hundred pushups and try to time yourself, give yourself a goal. Like those little things can create some small wins. So anything else you guys got to say with, uh, you know, leaving these people with some, 
some actionable items and experiments to try? I think you really, you know, you definitely are on point with everything you said, Jay. Taking inventory, checking in on yourself. I added, you know, reaching out to people that are emotionally strong to help kind of lift you in a sense that can manage that. And then um, you hit on uh, having something to look forward to. See, uh, he spoke about more so planning, having like actionable items in that sense to be able to, you know, account for and prioritize the day. I think definitely. And at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's in my name, dreams. Take a nap, <laughs> you know, rest so you can get recharged, like Jay said. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that says it all really. Yeah. Awesome. I hope something in there was helpful. I hope there's some, you know, I'm, I'm confident that just simply taking the inventory alone creates awareness, uh, you know, that, that you have some room for, for some improvement. And if you just, you know, talk. That's part of what I think one of the biggest things we're getting out of this is just realizing, hey, you can talk about these things and you don't have to get all bent out of shape about being vulnerable. But knowing that I think that's a refreshing thing. It doesn't matter what level you're at. The highest achievers all go through struggles. They don't wake up feeling 10 out of 10 every day. It's not realistic to feel 10 out of 10 every day. But talking about this and realizing, well, what are the steps? Like, we don't got time to be in a funk all the time. Like how productive and efficient are you going to be or how your relationships are going to be if you're going to be in a funk. So think about that. Talk with some people, get some ideas. That's what sparks this extra energy, this collective movement, this collective energy. Yes, sir. All right, guys, to summarize things, we always want to leave you with an experiment that you can put into action right away. And so the experiment for you today is to take inventory. So when you notice that you wake up and you find yourself, you know, not feeling ideal, you know, that eight out of 10, nine out of 10, 10 out of 10, it's going to happen. Take inventory of where you are at, where you're showing up. And I want you to have a list of five things that energize you. And it could be short and sweet. It could be, you know, that playlist, that music, getting outside, doing some physical activity, changing your state, playing around with some breath work, whatever it is for you, making a new recipe, going over some gratitude, giving somebody a, you know, a call to lift themselves up, you know, putting your heart into service. Make that personal list for yourself. And then throughout the day, you know, give yourself a timer to take inventory, you know, in the beginning of the day, the middle of the day, and the end of the day, so that you can give yourself that little win and put it into action. And that way you'll be able to review you know, how you're able to actually make that change. You'll be able to see it, feel it, put it in your bank and be able to recall it when you need it next time. All right, guys, until next time, this is the manhood experiment. Thank you for tuning in. Be great. We'll see you later. Hey, what's up? This is Big Dreams. Thank you for checking out today's episode of the manhood experiment. If you like today's episode, please subscribe and give us five stars. Not only does your feedback matter, but it helps us to connect with others just like you that find value in our weekly episodes. So subscribe, share, and speak with your friends and family about today's episode. And most importantly, take care of yourself, keep growing, and join us again on the next episode of The Manhood Experiment.